A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, And I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Well, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. I know we've talked about doomerism before, but I'm bringing her back because I've been thinking about it a lot lately, partially because a lot of the activists I follow have gone full doomerism lately, and that scares me because if too many people get with the doomer mindset, then there is nobody with hope and optimism to push us out of it. And doomerism is an extreme version of pessimism about our global problems. You can be a doomer about climate change, about nuclear weapons, about AI, or some combination of all of them. And in my opinion, doomerism is one of those self-fulfilling prophecies. If you believe these things will take over for the worst, you're not the likeliest candidate to stand up and take action when there is room for other voices. But truth be told, it doesn't matter if pessimism or doomerism is accurate or not. What we should focus on instead is whether it's useful. And I'm sure for a select few types of brains in this world, being bombarded with different doomsday scenarios might be the wake-up call they need. But generally speaking, scaring people into action just doesn't work. Not just for climate change or air pollution or loss of biodiversity, it's almost everything. It's really important to be able to contend with environmental crises and make life better for all of us to become the right kind of optimist. The type of person who recognizes the world can and will improve if and when we fight for it. Do I think the deck has been stacked against us for many generations and then generations after that of people sweeping it under the rug to make it a future problem for someone else? Well, yes. Yes, I do. But I also think it's given the right type of optimists plenty of time to plan and change plans to turn this shit around. 
if you are a pessimist and you do not believe the world is changeable, it's very easy to fall into the trap of feeling like you're doomed and there's nothing we can do about it. But if you're pessimistic and you believe the world is changeable, you might think we're doomed, so we need to take extreme action to protect ourselves. But if you're an optimist and you believe the world is not changeable, you're going to say the world will be fine. It's all going to work out. I don't need to do shit. But if you're an optimist and you believe the world is changeable, you realize that the future can be better if we work hard to change it. Research shows that there are different types of anxiety and that some anxiety can be a strong predictor of positive constructive action because it can be a signal that we're just unhappy with how things currently are. So it can give us that trigger we needed to act. But unless it's combined with hope that things can get better or change, it's useless. You'll just be anxious with no way out. Being an unchangeable pessimist gives you a feeling of paralyzing anxiety. That's a horrible place to feel emotionally. Plus, it's ineffective. It prevents us from going out and doing things that might mitigate change. Whereas if you're pessimistic and you believe that you can fend for yourself, you might become more self-serving and indignant. An example I found from a Vox article that I'll be linking in the show notes says changeable pessimists promote extreme and divisive environmental solutions that are not only unrealistic, but would leave many far worse off. And they use one of the activist groups I was referring to earlier, whom I love and support, but they use them in the example of because they've called for the UK to reach net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2025, which on the surface sounds seemingly wonderful. But a lot of scientists agree that a 2025 deadline would be unworkable and damaging because we don't have replacements ready to fill the energy gap. And typically, as I'm learning from Michaela Loach's book, there are poor people who suffer from those types of immediate changes. The article says an immediate boycott of fossil fuels would result in a humanitarian disaster because the world still overwhelmingly relies on them to meet everyday energy needs. So being this alarmist type pessimist often doesn't rationally weigh out the costs and benefits of trying to radically reduce our resource usage overnight. And it often represents a kind of self-preservation for people in affluent countries Rather than looking outward to build international cooperation, it pushes countries and communities to look inward. And we do this very often with individual takes on how to reduce climate change by buying glass Tupperware and steel straws and believing that we as individuals can personally rectify all of the global issues that need to be addressed. At the end of the day, this type of pessimism sacrifices the well-being of some of the poorest people on the planet in places that need both growth and and energy, whereas we're applying our scarcity mindset to the globe. And as the author of this article says, optimism is the only thing that works, but only if we don't assume that progress is inevitable. And there are troublesome optimists, the ones who believe that actually everything is fine, just ignore it, it will be okay. But as I've mentioned, complacency can get dangerous. We should never think that rapid progress in healthcare and energy and technology and education over the past 200 years was preordained or natural. There has been an unprecedented boom, but that required deliberate action from people who were not happy with the way things were. So today, we need to learn how to adapt and push in different directions than we have in the past. Because we've made excellent strides in human well-being, we now have new, more novel problems to tackle. Today, I'm speaking about the environmental crises, but this applies to 
most every crisis that we will have to address as a globe. Sticking with the same methods that got us here will not solve the problems that we created through those methods. This guy, Alex Epstein, wrote The Moral Case for Fossil Fuels and Fossil Future is a classic unchangeable optimist. He rightly argues that fossil fuels have transformed the lives of billions. And so he says, for now, we should just continue to exploit them to improve so many more lives. But this fails to acknowledge the problem with fossil fuels, not only for the climate, but for the millions of people who die from air pollution linked to fossil fuels every single year. This argument that Epstein made may have made sense at some point in the past, when we didn't have affordable, scalable, alternative energy sources, but it doesn't make sense now. The status quo does not serve us anymore, and complacency only serves to slow the accelerated action needed to change the trajectory of the future. I'm quoting the article here, but this could be me saying these words because I totally stand by them. It says, As a self-identified optimist, I'm always in danger of being boxed into this category. I believe that if the arc of history bends towards justice, it's because we've made a concerted effort to change its trajectory. The path we're heading on is not okay. We need to redirect it. A better future can't happen on its own, but it is there, and it's waiting for us to believe in it, to fight for it, and frankly, just recognize it. The world has so many optimistic changemakers, some of which I'll be sharing tomorrow and the next day, but I'll also be sharing ways we can become more optimistic as a practice so we can become the changemakers that we are seeking but not in some self-righteous, individualistic way, but in a way that fosters and nurtures community, which is what we need if we really want this change to stick. Anyway, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, beautiful. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com